0: all right hey everybody this is uh, bishop bowser and this is shafat outreach podcast slow motion with bishop bowser and so today we thank you all for uh viewing us and listening tuning in today because we have a pretty good show today i believe we're going to have which we're going to be talking about uh community violence right community violence we're going to talk about credible messengers and, and what that's all about and we're also going to talk about Ending the cycle of violence, right? Because that's what we're really all about—is ending the cycle of violence. And today, I have a very special guest with me who has, uh, uh, since we've been doing this work with CAS and and now with Shafat Outreach, and and you know I still do work with CAS. You know, we we kind of trying to put things back together on that. But uh, with the violence intervention, gang intervention work, uh, my son Jay Bowser here has uh, been working with me right from the beginning of doing all this work and really had it uh, help, help to make an impact uh, in in the city of San Diego and dealing with uh, the violence and talking with um, uh, the youngsters in the, in the community on the street to uh, uh, curtail the violence and so I want to do a I want to talk about this today because you know uh, one of the things that one of the problems that we have today is you know we have uh, the the um, we have the bodies, we have um, the people that can get out there and get the work. We have the knowledge, we have the expertise. We have everything, but we, we don't have the resources, right? And that's the way they always stranglehold the black community, right, in communities of color. But I just wanna say black community, because that's what we focus on today, is um, dealing with that violence that take place in our communities that we need to tackle and deal with. We we There's only so much we can do with the resources that we have. And, you know, these politicians, they um, uh, not all of them, because I I, I most definitely got to give a shout out to um, council member Monica Montgomery, because she's on it and she's trying to do the best she can with the limited resources that she has, because technically speaking, when it comes to addressing issues like community violence in our communities, it's really not the way San Diego city and county is set up, it's really not set up for the city to specifically address that. They don't have the taxes, the resources, or the funding to come in for that, but the county does. And that's why everybody deals with the county because the county is responsible for that. But they're not directing those those resources correctly, right? And I'm getting tired. Well, I shouldn't say I'm getting tired because we most definitely need to hear about COVID-19 and we need to continue to have that conversation. But council member, uh, uh, Nathan Fletcher, supervisor, not council, excuse me, supervisor, Nathan Fletcher, you know, you see him on TV every day, almost every day on Twitter, I see him uh, talking about COVID-19. But, uh, you know, he needs to show some concern about our community because while COVID-19 is killing us, also community violence is still killing us. And, and violence did not slow down during, the, during the, this pandemic. And we need to address that and we need to get resources to our community. Don't be throwing us a few dollars and a few peanuts and think that we're supposed to be happy. And I'm really kind of, um, uh, and uh, my son Jay, you know, he can speak for himself and pave for great futures. But all those folks that align with County Board of Supervisor, Nathan Fletcher, uh, 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 whenever it was a couple months ago on this uh, bill, not a bill, but some uh, bogus um uh, uh, law or or uh, what was that they were trying to pass? I
1: don't know if it was an, an initiative or an initiative that they're trying it. to pass.
0: Whatever, <laughs> didn't even touch on. Uh, Police violence right Let alone dig deeper and start dealing With the issues that's really going on in our community So let me before we get into this conversation, I just want to give you some background Of what we're looking at what we're talking about because You know we are the experts right We're not going to bow down and back down from any of that When it comes to this community violence When it comes to addressing these issues We are the experts We're the ones that you need to come When I say we I'm not just talking about me and my son But I'm talking about all those that's doing the credible messenger work In the streets not just mentoring or prison reentry—that's a part of it. But what what we're talking about is, is boots on the ground and out there really trying to curtail the violence that's taking place in the community. And there's not a whole lot of people that's doing that, right? Yeah. So when you look at violence, violence is responsible for five percent of deaths among white men and boys aged 15 to 24 in California. But 26% of deaths among Hispanic men and boys the same age, just under 50% of all deaths among black men and boys in the same age group. So blacks are 50% of the deaths, right, is tied to violence in California, right? More than 92% of gun violence uh, uh, and, and or gun homicide victims are killed before the age of 18. Let me say that again more than 92 percent of gun homicide victims killed before the age of 18 in california or are black or hispanic right and experts at the national institute of justice also note that youth living in inner cities show a higher prevalence of post-traumatic stress disorder uh, than soldiers in the wartime military And we offer all those resources and hospitals and everything else for our vets. And I think we should and we should do more than what we what uh, I don't think they do enough for vets. I'm not for war and all that. But if folks going to go out there and risk their life for them, you shouldn't treat them the way you treat them. Pay them what they need to be paid. Give them the health benefits they need to get. uh, Give them the resources they need to get. Let them get their homes, their houses and give them to them. I'm all down with that. But you also got to But what I'm saying here is that what's going on in our community, these young folks are suffering just as high, uh, a higher prevalence of it than what they suffer in wartime. So even before this current crisis, this pandemic of COVID-19, right, uh, um, uh, this current crisis, serious violence has continued to be a public health pandemic in California, particularly in underserved communities of color. Each year, California suffers nearly 2,000 homicides, over 70% of which are committed with a gun and thousands more non-fatal shootings and stabbings that can leave victims with serious long-term medical issues. This violence burden uh, burdens the healthcare system and imposes enormous human and economic costs every single year. And and we don't need this, this year with people with COVID-19. Folks with that, they got to get to the hospital. I believe that's why a lot of people are dying uh, from COVID-19. It's not that the virus is just killing them, wiping them out, period. But a lot of them are not getting the health care that they need. They're not able to – they're dying at home. They're dying, can't get to the hospital. Or or when they, by the time they get to the hospital, it's too late, right? And, and we don't need people with gunshot wounds, stab wounds, or or been injured from violence, community violence, to be in there to take up those beds where we really want to address this pandemic. So, uh, Supervisor Nathan Fletcher, you really want to address the pandemic and really want to do that, then you must address community violence. You must start speaking out about it, and you're going to have to be the champion in the community because you claim that all these black people are behind you. Then you need to do something about for the black community. I don't know if you're cutting them a check on the sides. Did you get a check?
1: No, no. See, here's here, here's the here's thing. Th- here's the thing. When, when you talk about uh, getting a check, right? Because you know, you know, just being in the, in the same boat, right? So, so what happens is when it comes to um, people in these positions, right? I, you know, I can't put myself in, in anybody else's head, but what I can do is just tell you what I've noticed over the years that that we've been doing this. You've been doing it a lot longer, so so your word is very valid on the situation. <laughs> what happens is um, they they try to piecemeal stuff, right? right? So even the thing you're talking about that that they that they have voted on. Um, that they're trying to get voted on, try to get pushed through, and even how it was presented to us um, when our name went on there as an organization, <laughs> is that let's get this through because it starts to open up the doors, right? right. Uh-huh. And so and so they try to piecemeal stuff. So as far as me trying to be optimistic and things like that, but. What I found out is something that you always had said, right? We went through this with with Myrtle Cole mm-hmm. uh, when she did the CAB board that mm-hmm. that um that myself and, and my partner Armand King sat on, <laughs> and then it's it's a um it's pretty much a lot of lip service being done just to buy time, right? Yep. Um, so so what was most appealing to. What uh, the first thing they were trying to push was the mental health thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I know I have you know family members dealing with that directly. Yeah, and it was Me, about, well, yeah, yeah, all around exactly, you know? right? So that was the most appealing part to it, but it was still a lot of other stuff that had made no sense, right? When you talk about creating a uh, was it, a racial equity office or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, if it's another office with no teeth, no subpoena right. power, right. nothing like that, it's right. not going to do anything. So, so what they try to make it seem like is you have to go with a lot of go with other things that may not be working just to get something through and start the conversation, right? (laughs) And so but what happens is if that's the truth, then how come we don't start the conversation from there and then keep the conversation going. So one thing I will say after that (laughs) is that Um. uh, Even though it went through, as far as them pushing that, Nathan Fletcher has to make sure to keep the conversation going. Right. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Now, as far as funding, you know, we'll we'll be the first to say that when it comes to the county, they definitely have a lot more resources and funding that they that they can can get. I mean, for folks out there that have a nonprofit, you wanna know how it works when it comes to the county? What they have is what they call um, NRPs. and that's um, that's uh what it what standing for that one again? Um,
0: mm. But I know that's their per, out of their personal uh, yeah, uh, funding like, that each county board of supervisor has so much money they can allocate to give out the way they want to. Kind of like
1: discretionary funding, right? So yeah, they, have, there you they go. have they have an NRP funding that you can go for, and they typically say it's anywhere about five to fifteen thousand, right? Um, so that's typically what they give out. So what are you going to do with that, right? I mean, what what can you what kind of community really do if you're giving organizations anywhere from five to fifteen thousand to hill will win? everybody knows that when it comes to the, um, the, 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 uh, theaters, right. Um, anything dealing with arts, uh, La Jolla playhouse, uh, they get millions of dollars, right? So when they make (laughs) it seem as if you can only get five to 15,000, um, that's, that's, that's definitely not the case. You can definitely, definitely get more. So it's just kind of knowing how things go and knowing how things work. Now, um, us being on a side of being optimistic, if something seems that it may be somewhat better for the community than nothing, mm-hmm. yes, we'll go for it. But at the same time, we also like to keep pressure on. And that's why I like where this right. conversation is going mm-hmm. because you have to keep pressure on. We, we like uncomfortable situations. We like it if we're <laughs> in a situation where, We even we start to feel little butterflies in our stomach. The person we're talking to, a politician, whoever Mm it may be, they start to get a little butterflies in their stomach. This needs to be an uncomfortable situation so that the resources can't come. Because to speak to what you were saying earlier, Uh uh, a lot of violence will be curtailed and and, and, um, minimized if we can start to fund the proper programs, the proper things. I know you were saying like with the summer night lights, right? Mm -hmm. We went all around the world. (laughs) <laughs> trying to get funding for, for Summer Night Lights. And then what they'll do, they'll say, oh, well, you know what? Let the police do it, and then let the police do something similar. And then they take the ball around with it, and it doesn't work. The reason they do that is so that they can say, oh, well, we tried and it didn't work. Well, you didn't try it the way that the community exactly um said that you should do
0: it, And right? then work with the community. Yeah,
1: and then work with the community yeah. to do it. So the number one thing, and, I, and I'll let you get back on The number one thing I think is that if – um. If you get bring money to the community and you give it to those folks on the ground level, you talking about gang violence? I'm gonna speak about that directly because that's what that's what I was making a part of on No was too. Mm-hmm. No, if the, 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 whatever yeah, you want to talk yeah, about, bro. If you if you give it just for moment, if you give it specifically as as you know to the 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 factors in the community, right? If you say, look, you know, you OGS, you got some pool, even some young YGS or BGs that got some pool and they got a little common sense. How about? we pay these folks right we put them give them a stipend 1099 W 2 whatever you got to do and you pay them to help increase the peace out here right most of the time the youth that we mentor the reason they're committing crimes is because they're broke and they want to get some money mm-hmm. right it's, it's, it's economics right so if you can bring some research resources and say hey look Spread the words um, uh, to your people. We got this program and we can pay you to do so. And right? I like
0: one of the things that I think you told yeah. me one time because we was talking about that as far as like, cause I was like, man, because you said, man, we got to get them jobs and stuff. And I was like, well, man, I offer some of these guys jobs, trying to talk to them. they like, they're good. Yeah. And you said, well, you're too late. They got a taste of them. Yeah. No. <laughs> they, got, they got a taste of the other side. They're like, nah. <laughs> and they straight up there in their nice little Lexus and yeah. everything. Man, I'm good, man. <laughs> <And> we're <laughs> we dealing with that right now. We got a, we got a program
1: that we run <laughs> now. We're trying to get folks jobs. Yeah. Right? And this federal funded and stuff like that and uh we we try to tell them say hey look we trying to get help you get this job but we notice our numbers with that a pull back because everybody getting unemployment right now right everybody oh they probably get more for that than anything else yeah getting more so you what you're saying is absolutely right man and once you get a taste of the street money right you make a thousand dollars in one night or something like that just to use a a starting point it's kind of hard to go back to making a hundred dollars in a day that's right so it's about you know mentoring them and sometimes you got to wait till they bump their head Mm -hmm. to realize yeah i was making 500 a a day but when i got locked up for those two years if i average it out i was probably making them a minimum wage so now i had to mm-hmm. do two years not getting no money right, right, right. Uh, so sometimes it takes for them to bump their head get mm-hmm. out and then you can start to help them out yeah. again
0: and i also found out and i want to uh, uh, throw some uh, deal with some numbers i put down yeah. here but I, I also one of the things that i found over the years in in working with folks with this is a lot of times like you know, they may not no, no, I'm down for my set and I'm going to do this and and they're going to make their money. They're going to do things. But I think there's are still there. Uh, there's still ways you can get them involved in positive activity rather than tell them what they can't do show them a few things that they can do. Okay, well, I'm not here. I'm not here to disrupt anything you're doing over here. I just want to help you over here. Don't you love your community? Yeah. Well, you know, can't you do this? Uh, you, uh, whatever, like a cleanup up there, whatever. Let's take some, I hate to use the word pride, mm-hmm. but take some pride in your community. I'm just using that yeah. example. Let's right. let's get out and, yeah. and, and beautify the community. What about right. your park? Don't you, don't you, right. you, this is your park, right? Yeah. Let's fix it up, you right. know, and do something. I'm just using that example. It could be anything, but you can redirect their energy in a positive way and not even like make them think or get them to think that hey, I'm trying to stop you from doing this. I'm not here to stop you do anything over yeah. here. I'm just trying to focus some of that time and energy that you have over here.
1: One of the things that I wanted to say well, and, was, and before you no, go ahead. ahead. Just to jump into that is that um, uh, Mother Teresa, she she said she said. Um, she doesn't want to be in part of any anti uh, 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 anti war rallies. She rather be <laughs> at a pro peace rally, right? There you so go. instead of focusing on the negative, when it comes to you know anti gang, anti human yeah. sex trafficking, anti violence, yeah. yeah, you need to be a part of a pro job, pro clean up the community, pro yeah. this, pro that, and then bring that to you. Say, look, I got some money. Uh, for you for us to go do something positive right you'll be amazed the thing that these youth would do even the, the, the ones you feel maybe the craziest baddest they didn't start off malice they just grew that way right because mm-hmm. their environment if you offer them offer them some money to go do something positive, they'll, they'll do it, right? That's right. Um, people just need the resources as you started off with. The mm-hmm. resources are here. And, and to speak to the County Board of Supervisors Nathan Fletcher, and all that, you're absolutely right, right? Mm-hmm. They're giving community members, like our organizations, these little NRPs and mm-hmm. they may get five, 15,000, but that's not no real money. They have right. to give some real money um, no strings attached, no reimbursements. Just here goes the money because you're doing the work and provide the reports to us later. You know. Mm-hmm. Something and like how
0: that. did you find out about? Because I know we were talking a few months ago when. Because I was sharing. I said, man, I saw they. all you're gonna get is anywhere from a couple of thousand to mostly give you fifteen thousand. You said, no, nah, we found out that you can get way more than. Yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You found out. We found out you can get way more. You know that information sometimes is hidden. We've been hearing it for years. <laughs> I've been in meetings with you over and over trying to get money for summer night lights. We've been mm-hmm. in meetings as payment grade futures, and you always hear that number. And so what you have to do is um, there's like budget meetings. <laughs> (laughs) meetings. meetings and reports so you have to look at those those numbers so right now you can join them through zoom um you can to be able to do them in person you can do it for the city you can request it so we just seen it online and going to these meetings and you'll see it and you start to ask these questions like well why did this group get a hundred thousand and then you're you're saying we can only get fifteen thousand right if the county has you know billions of dollars and things like that and so you start to realize they have the money and they'll give it to who they want to so if we're saying we have a solution right we have the numbers to prove it why are we not getting the money? Well, there's a reason
0: we're not getting the money. It's set up that way. Exactly. That's not to get the money. So, yeah. and their mindset is that way. They don't really, they don't really realize that they try to make it seem like, you know, people like County board of they, uh, supervisor Nate and, and the reason why i and really picking on him because he supposed to be representing the black community, uh, as far as a supervisor, right, blacks, of course, all over everywhere. But the mass majority of them is, is right in his area in his community. And, uh, I, I, um, uh, what they call endorsed him, right? Yeah. And after that, you know really didn't hear nothing from him again Until I spoke negative about him the only time I hear from him when I speak negative about him mm-hmm. But I endorsed him and he 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 chased me down for that endorsement, right? And then when I endorsed him and he won he didn't hear nothing from him until I called him out on some right. stuff And then you know, yeah. that's when I heard from him or yeah. his wife. I like his uh, Lorraine, you know uh, in uh, some instances some of the things that she has done uh, in the community and some of the things she's doing up in um yeah in a, a sacramento things oh, yeah. like that yeah. but because that's her husband yeah. you know they they sometimes get bunched together because they they protect each other yeah.
1: and, now, <laughs> now, and now there's not and i get it i know there's one thing i can say when it comes to politicians since we've been in this we realize a lot of yeah. times politicians tell you what you want to hear while you're you're running for office <laughs> but then you get in there and it's, some, and it's something else but one thing i can say is what we did recently when it comes to uh, social equity and cannabis which to us is a huge thing because they can bring a lot of money in um, Nathan Fletcher, he he stepped up to lead the charge on that. But since the County Board of Supervisors is, is with four other folks besides them, they're they're all, you know, what do you say, a little bit racist, right? Because why would mm-hmm. you not want to give folks that's been disproportionately affected by the war on drugs a hand up? Right. So So in that instance, um, he had led the charge on that, right? So mm-hmm. I give him credit for that. But— it didn't pass. Mm-hmm. So now what's the next step? So right. what I'm saying is I'm going to be fair, and I'll give certain politicians credit for starting something, but I discredit them because often they don't finish. So I'm waiting to right. see what Nathan right. Fletcher's office's next steps right. will be on social equity since that was shot down. Don't feel like, well, right. oh, I tried. That's it. If you're really for the people, then let's keep pushing. I yeah, haven't, haven't have a long-term goal, yeah. not just
0: a short-term, but a long-term yeah. and being for the overhaul. And here's what I'm saying in regards to this when it comes to Supervisor Nathan Fletcher is yeah. that – I see him every day on Twitter about COVID-19, and rightly so. And so if you can use the bully pulpit to, 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 mm. to push a narrative on that, right, then you true. can be pushing – for other things, and I can, it's almost like you don't care about us, and this is the only thing that's on your agenda, yeah. is this, and it's gonna cause you to lose the next election, if that's all you wanna push, yeah. uh, if, it, if it comes up to black folk, black and brown folks in our community, that's tired of it, man, yeah. because, I mean, you know, we wanna be protected, get, we wanna stay safe and all that with the COVID-19, yeah. and, and do that, do your thing, but don't leave, but if that's the only thing that's important to you, yeah. and you're not pushing it, like, you're not pushing what you was talking yeah. about, your bill, you're not pushing the community violence, you're not pushing, trying to bring resources, you're not calling out the county board supervisor like you calling them out yeah. on COVID-19 then we don't have a champion we don't have somebody there yeah. in uh, 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 the, the, the the county uh, board of supervisors to to speak for us a seat yeah. that is to speak for us and I'm hoping we get more seats on there mm-hmm. but I'm telling you right now you know I feel I feel like our communities are being left out and neglected
1: well I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you like this we, we run with uh, I'm our brother's keeper uh, they 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 take the lead. We're there to support them and help them expand it to other places or the food distribution. Right now, it's in three different locations throughout the week. Now, if you talk about COVID nineteen, that should be a number one thing that 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 they want to fund, and <laughs> and the county has not funded um, um, our our COVID nineteen food distributions like they should. Right? right. So you get the you get the food bank that will you get. Um, other foundations that will send yeah. things like that. Yeah. You know, right. The low, the low, hanging fruit. But when it comes to the, to the County and the city, it's so much bureaucracy and red tape. It's like, why, if we're feeding thousands of people a week, why would you not step up and fund that, right? So that is something we're yeah. going to push on and continue to push back on because you're absolutely right. And I don't mind speaking candidly about yeah. that. Yeah. That is something I hope this is heard mm-hmm. because that is something that the county definitely has to step up on and say, okay, we want to stop violence. We need to fund those groups, you know, like right. yours, and an efforts that, that stop violence. We want to help with COVID-19, even if that's the hot topic. Right. Well, we're out here uh, doing stuff for COVID-19 PPE, right now. PPE,
0: I think they call it, yeah.
1: Yeah, why not? Why not do that right now, right? You got uh, 5K Hip Hop that's doing great work. Uh, with the COVID nineteen, all these different groups, right? So why not f- fund those groups? We, we've we've um, put the word out there with emergency funding. Yeah, what do we have to? do? Cares Act came through to help out. So I, I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and so absolutely. So that and my thing is is that and 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 I agree with you one hundred percent on that and. And I, like you said, foundations—they're foundations, foundations that will reach out and help you. I, I give a shout out to uh, Hope and Hill Foundation, who we've been working with for a couple of years and stuff, and they—they they help out, you know, with funding a little bit and things like that. So, got to give a shout out to them for all what they're doing and everything. So, these foundations—they do try to help and things, but like yeah. you say, you know, where our tax dollars are going to our county and to our city, and these government officials who claim that they care about us—we got to start holding them accountable because, you know, when I saw all those names include, so I can't just because he's my son, I can't leave him out, right? When I saw those names on there yeah. on that flyer, yeah. it was like, man, I love all y'all, you yeah. know, but this ain't good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's why we, we love the uncomfortable, like I say, uncomfortable situations. That's where growth, yeah. that's where growth comes from, right? So when you yeah. have to look at it as. How we may look at things personally, because when I came about, I called you, I talked to you, I talked yeah. to, to our other, you know, uh, it was like another partner on there. Trying to find what's was on, yeah. Yeah, figured out, figured out what's going on, yeah, yeah. Figure out figure out what's going on. You have to weigh the options, right? Of what's best as as a, as a whole, despite how so you. So it's made a state, exactly step step in the
0: right direction. Just hold his feet to the fire. That's all I'm saying. We gotta exactly. hold his feet to the fire. Exactly. Uh, you know, cause y'all still, but and it seems like to me, and that's the problem that I have, and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I'm left out of a lot of stuff, cause mm-hmm. even with that, they didn't come to me and talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> and, you're, and you're, <laughs> you're you're you're, so. you're
1: an expert you're an expert on the ground. But what happens is. <laughs> Sometimes if you if you know too much information and too much data, you know, they don't they don't want to bring it to the folks that know better and that will call them out sometimes. Right. But so what, yeah. what we are is like, you know, I'll, I'll call you. I'll see what's going on with we'll way the options and then, OK, say, OK, well, if this is supposed to be a step in the right direction. Now we have something to hold your feet to the fire or something that you said right. and I know how you how you feel now. But you, had, you have once said, you know, you have to try things out, so they can't say you didn't try. Exactly, right? exactly. Because yeah, that's what they'll exactly. use against you. They say, hey, well, I was trying. We were trying to do this, but you guys didn't want to support it, right? So yeah. if it, if it's something that has even an inkling of good for the community, we try to support let's, it. Let's do it. Because they, they can't say we didn't try, but. We also have now something to say, look, this is what you said you want to do. Now we can hold your feet to the right. fire. Let's get it done. And
0: even like when I was calling out uh, uh, the county, county board supervisor Nathan Fletcher, on this this um, um, health, health mental health issue with non-police officers, non-police, uh, what they call it, officer respond or whatever they call it. And and they're you know, and folks are calling me and saying, hey, well, you know, after this, we can meet with Fletcher and yeah. blah, blah. they ain't been no meeting. Nobody ain't met. Nobody yeah. ain't talking about nothing. they He gone on look, back with his stuff. You've
1: been, but- you've been around you've been around the block <laughs> long enough to see the play before it's going to happen. I think there was just another vote. I reached out to you, as I usually do before, because our, our partners <laughs> over at uh, Pillars of the Community had reached out to us and said, hey, look, man, you know, you got the, the county board of supervisors they are voting on. um. A thing about trying to i guess give more funding or something to the police so they can they can do more you know suppression prop, whatever prop 20 yeah and um and so we were trying to say a, a no but you knew that they were going to push it through because that's just how they are right yeah. and so you caught it before it happened of course it happened um because that's how the county board supervisors are they support stuff like that nothing that's going to uplift the community as far as the majority of them right so you already seen that that coming down the pipeline because you've been doing it for so long so with that being said what is the, the, the next steps or the solution? Since you kind of right. already know what they're going to do, right. what is the answer? What is the solution you right. feel?
0: Right, exactly, and we we'll get into yeah, that. Okay. Um, so one of the things I want to say, when you, when you look at um, uh, the community violence, it's not just a public safe, public safety issue, but it's also a public health issue, especially during this mm-hmm. pandemic. And uh, this is what we figured out in California as far as shooting. A shoot, when a shooting happened, a single shooting costs $2.5 million in California. A single shooting costs $2.5 million wow. in California, right? Yeah. And and you can look at Stockton as an example. They actually weighed, looked at the cost. If, if we asked our county, the San Diego, to invest in like $5 million for five years, they would save $500 million over five years. Five hundred million versus five million, right? Now they say, "Oh, you don't have to come back." You know, we have some. We we the big five. We, we're in good with one of the big fives that that most definitely get our back on the funding and all that. They have no problem with working with us and doing that kind of stuff. So there's no excuse whatsoever when it comes to that, right? The county has an obligation and a responsibility to do this. I've seen them so source. And when I saw that, I said, man, they're giving away money like it ain't nothing. They so sourced to, and I, I hate to call their name out because I don't hate them or anything, like NCRC, right? Just mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, they so sourced to them, I think it was like a 1000000 some dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So sourced, now, solely n- to them. Now,
1: now if you can, Nobody's doing this work
0: in yeah. San Diego that yeah. we're doing. Why can't they so source it, right? right. They so, so. I mean, you know, right. it, what they'll do is uh, uh, they'll take what we're doing, you know, like the Summer Nice Light program or, or uh, the, the Violence Disruption Program and yeah. things like that they'll take what we're doing and then what they'll do is they'll they'll put a a, a, a rfp out right request for proposal and people apply for them. like mm-hmm. hey y'all not doing the work yeah. so source they quit playing games yeah. and so source this stuff to us you know yeah. and so that's what they can do yeah. uh, for the work that we doing, we have a plan yeah and we've been uh, uh editing and and perfecting this plan over the years, right? Yeah. We have a plan, we know what works, we know what's evidence-based, we know what's best practices, we know throughout the nation, the research, the studies have demonstrated and shown what has worked, we have it all. All we need is the resources to get this going and get it working, so they can soul source this stuff yeah. to us, right? Yeah. 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 You know. That's uh, so what that, I was gonna say was if you can explain <laughs> what soul source means to okay. your viewers, too. Yeah. The, my understanding of what soul sourcing is because that's what happened to us when I w- with Cast, right? You know, I'm with Cast still, but uh, back a few years ago with Cast, we we had a peacemaker contract, right? And we went through the Urban League; they were our fiscal agent. But what the county did was they so sourced to it. And what soul source sourcing mean is that because you you came up with something innovative, you're doing something that nobody else is doing, yeah. they can give the money directly to you versus sending it up for competition through a RFP. They yeah. give it directly to you, yeah. and a, a sole source. And that's what they did with NCRC. They probably doing a lot of other organizations with sole sourcing, right? Yeah. But when it comes to big money, yeah. you know, that was just, that was like 75,000, I forget what it was when they sold it. That was a lot of money. Yeah. But when when you're talking about big money, they ain't doing it with us. but. If they don't trust us, we don't have the capacity or whatever it is, we have bona fide organizations that have been around for years and years and years that got our back. We got everything we need yeah. except the money, right? right? So when you talk about soul sourcing, they're giving that money directly to an organization that's doing the work in San Diego and or doing that work and nobody else is doing that work.
1: Well, and one thing I can say just to add to that, right? so that's what soul sourcing is and when you say um, it's either soul source or like you said, RFP mm-hmm. and RFP is requests uh, for proposals. So when you do that, you may have a hundred people going for that same bucket of money, even though you're the most qualified, it just depends who's reviewing those RFPs, those requests for proposals. That's right. And you may not even get it, right? Um, but then the, the sole source, you know, it comes directly to you because like he said, you can do it. But here's still what I see as the problem because we went for one of those grants before and then, um, mm. and then we partnered with folks and then we had got it. But what we still realized the problem was after getting it, because sometimes you don't get all the information until you actually get awarded the, uh, the grant. Then you start to get more information, see how it's going to run. Um, one thing that I realized is still not enough. I watched a, a you U-All program, right? And, and the amount they gave y'all for the work <laughs> you was doing, it still wasn't enough. You did it out of your passion uh for what you do and just still did a lot of in-kind services. And what in-kind services mean, you're pretty much working for free because you're saying, hey, I'm going to still do what needs to be done mm-hmm. out of my own energy, even though I'm not being compensated, but put it down as if it's actual capital. So so um, um they still don't give enough money even when you get soul sourced. So I want to just say soul source because they can do it. So do that so source these uh Uh, Our organizations that are innovative and also make it enough money, right? So so just thank you hundred thousand That's always a typical number a hundred thousand or something. You can't pay staff There's people if you look at businesses corporations even larger nonprofits I mean just basic employee employees that you know somewhat of a a decent level They're getting a hundred thousand just for their one-year salary. So how do you want us to run a whole program? Off of a hundred thousand dollars, but then you're going to give millions to like La Jolla Playhouse or something that that isn't stopping any violence. That's right. So it really right. doesn't make sense when you start to figure and not it out. saving money. Because yeah. because when yeah. you
0: disrupt violence, you're each each shooting that you disrupt, you're saving this city yeah. or county two point five million dollars. Right? right. Right. And that's been proven throughout the nation. They did a study in Baltimore and other different places that show and demonstrate when you have credible message. Let me just tell you what credible. When you have credible messages out there disrupting the violence. It saves the city money. Uh, When uh, credible messages are those who have turned their lives around, working on the front lines to interrupt gun violence and provide hope and opportunity to men and women caught in the crossfire. Uh, I'm a former gamer, my son is a former gamer, we've experienced the gun violence. We know. What needs to be done we've been through the trauma and all of that and so we can go through a lifeline to those only uh, uh, nobody else can do that only us we can do it those that have been through that lifestyle can do that people like myself you, along with payment futures you got people like Stacy Brother you got people uh, Butler you got people like Stefan Wilson you got a lot of uh, 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 great crews you got a lot of people out there and a lot of my homies that helped me you know whether it's... is is uh, Charles, Charles Van and, and Lil Caz, Robert White, different people that, that helped me out too in this to, to disrupt the violence. You have DeAndre Brooks, you have DeAndre Cooper. You have a lot of different youngsters that's coming up, that's coming out of that lifestyle that's still connected. And they want to see people. They can still talk to their homies and still do things to disrupt that violence, yeah, right? And so yeah. that's what we need to do. So when you look at urban or community violence, it is not inedible. Or and it's all and it is all preventable, right? So uh, it's not something that's just got to happen. And we can bring peace. We can bring peace between these gangs, San Diego and other California communities have these trusted messengers, credible messengers. And we have the right strategy. And it's just a matter of providing the resources to be able to carry out the work. And that's why we call on these folks because if you really want to see violence disrupt, you want to see really see us get out there and work the streets and bring peace in the community where there's not a lot of shootings and different things like that, then let us work together. Right. I'm trying to, you know, cause one of the things I realized, and I I've, I've told people this, you know, throughout the years, even with my, uh, uh, relationship that I have with PD yeah. SDPD because it had been severed and being and this like talk lately chiefness, like we talk lately. And so it looked like we're, we're mending our bridges to, to work to disrupt the violence in the community. Right. Because we all have to work together. But my thing, there's work that only we can do right there's work that only we can do but they have the technology they have the resources to where we can make the connections to those streets and anywhere where you look the community has to come together to be able to do that you need the politicians you need law enforcement you need the community you need everybody and so those that and 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 it's always no matter when i've done this work you always have those that say man i don't want to have nothing to do with the police that's fine because you don't have to but we most definitely gonna have to deal with it because if there's a shooting right now We won't hear about it. We might hear about it the next day or something or two days or a week later and never hear about it unless somebody in front of the community calls us. But police is on the front line and they hear about it. And if we have that relationship where they can give us that information and do that, yeah. we can do it. Now, the, the struggle has been, that's why a lot of people have dropped out of this work, is that, you know, a lot of times you can be seen working with the police, and they see you ask the police, oh, man, you're the police, you're the <laughs> snitching, and all these kind of things. And, if, you know, but if you really love your community, and you really want to disrupt the violence, you know, you got to get past that. And I think we just got to do a lot more education for people to understand why we do what we do, right? You know, yeah. this is not about passing, transferring information to eat back and forth to each other. It's about us getting the information that we need to get to the hospital, get to the streets, get to the homes and get to places. Uh, Cause that was one of the things I requested. Like, hey, you know, if there's a shoot in my community, right. send me the name of the person that got shot at, so I can reach out to them. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna tell you like this because I've i you know sometimes <laughs> you'll hear little little whispers, little things that you may have certain folks out there that that I'm gonna be uh, honest as being haters. Yeah. Even by even mentioning anything about about that, they'll, they'll never say it to your face. I've yep. never had anybody say it to my face. I'm sure you never had nobody say it to your face. Um, um, just being that. You know that you know, I'm not the, just the type of individual that, mm-hmm. that you're going to kind of put that that smut on my name, when right? It's not the truth, right? <laughs> Especially when it's not the truth. So, this, exactly. is, this is what the actual situation is from what me seeing it and being in it mm-hmm. is that, um, every uh, people may certain people may feel that way until they need your help, right? So, so and now I've experienced that many right, times. So, now when they now when they're in there and they facing time, and I've had a lot of mentor uh, mentees, uh, whether it's family members, whether it's little homies, whether whoever it may be. Um, And they may need some help, right? And then you're able to, you know, write that letter from your organization and then possibly reach out, Mm -hmm. right, to certain, maybe um, in law enforcement or whatever and, and say, hey, look, can we instead put together a plan for this individual so they don't have to do all this time? Right. Or here's, they've been working with our program or this is what this person may be. And if that, uh, agency, whether it be the day's office, uh, a PD, whatever it may be, can help that individual in their situation, then they're, they're all for it, right? right? right. Um, um, so people don't see that part of it, that when you're actually helping save black lives by having to breach across the aisle, right? You're not saying, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm here uh, working with you, giving you information, and I'm going along with everything you're doing. What you're saying is, I know you guys are controlling this system and have your thumb on all these black lives. So if I got to communicate with you and create a relationship to say, hey, look, you know what I mean? This individual isn't that bad of an individual. We could put together a game plan for him. Why don't you give him a chance? And right. if you can have that open dialogue and right. get the, and get some of your people freed, if we look at the the, the prison system as as how slavery was, right? Mm-hmm. We actually doing the, the work, right? Of um, abolitionists, or like how Rosa Parks trying to free our people. Thank so you, you. got to communicate across the aisle at times and to Harry get Tubman. things done. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, sorry, Harriet Tubman, not mm-hmm. Rosa Parks, but Harriet Tubman. <laughs> you got to reach across the aisle to get <laughs> to get stuff done, right? So I mean, that that's that's kind of the way I see it. It's always going to be somebody hating talking crap yeah and, until, and that's
0: okay yeah. i mean i think you know uh you know you're going to have that and it takes education you got to really educate people to understand what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing and so forth and, and you're going to always have that and um, the bottom line some people probably would would never ever like trust you for whatever reason but then there's those that's that's reasonable right there are those that i've seen it many times where people like i was shocked that they called me and wanted help you know, right, because right, they got right, into it right, with the police right, right. or yeah. whatever and, and now they wanted me to intervene, wanted my vice and things like that. And I'm like, wow, okay. You know, so just keep doing what you're and, doing because you know, sooner yeah. later, you know, people gonna get it. And it's you know? in, it's interest, it's
1: interesting because from the outside looking in, it, it's hard to see hard to know what's going on, right? So all you can do is kind of assume mm-hmm. right when you're on the outside looking in. But when you're on the inside, I can say I've been on several meetings with you mm-hmm. and you you're gonna call you're gonna call PD out mm-hmm. on a on a mess, right? Mm-hmm. Um call the DA out on a mess, mm-hmm. right? They be, you be in meetings With us, we have no problem speaking our mind. We're sitting there and we'll be like, hey, this is what, like, we be in there fighting for the people. i mean, coming at these folks and telling them everything the community wants to tell them, but we're the ones there and we're on them. It's not like it's all peaches and creams and uh, unicorns and rainbows. Mm -hmm. No, this is some real tough conversations that get uncomfortable with mm-hmm. these folks that we're trying to fight for our people. So, you know, sometimes it's a slap in the face, a little disrespect when someone sees it another way. But like I said, that's always until they may need to help, but now behind the scenes, uh, folks like yourself and many others, um, are definitely uh, a fighting for our people and saying the things that the community will want to say to these folks. Right.
0: Right. And, and, and I know that, you know, I'm a pastor and so, and I've been in this, been, been, been out of the streets, for like thirty six, going on thirty six years, and so I, I, you know, I see things a little bit different from everybody else. That's I should say most folks that are really not in church and things like that. You know, because I, what I, the way I view it, and the way I see it as, as a, um, a pastor is, is that you, uh, you know, I, I kind of like what Frederick Douglass said. You know, I'll work with anybody to do right, mm-hmm. and I'll unite with anybody to do right, and nobody to do wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, when you, when you thinking about saving your community, I remember a young man I was talking to and uh, there was a shooting, and um, and I think I shared this before, and 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 I walked up to him, and um, and he saw me talking to the gang detective because I was right. like, hey, what happened here, blah, blah. And by the way, one of my homeboys called me, told me there was a shooting, so that's why I went down there. But I'm talking to the gang detective to find out what happened in the community. He saw oh, there's a shooting guy, went to the hospital, blah, 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 blah. So I saw one of the youngsters getting out of the car coming up, so he saw me talking to the gang detective. Yeah. And when I walked up, I said, man, what happened, man? Yeah. And he knew me. I knew him. He looked at me. He looked down. and saw the police officer. He looked at me. He like, I don't know, I about. To. you kind of like the police. <laughs> and then, and then I had to explain to him like what you just said. I said, man, how you think I'm gonna help you? Yeah. How you think I'm going to uh be, make the connections to get to the community, you help the individuals that got shot get to the hospital, get them the resources that they need and all those different things, you yeah. know. The only way I can do that, I have to have that information and that's why I do this. To, it's cuz that's that connection. I'm doing this to help you. Right, I'm not right. doing this to help me or or hurt somebody or anything like that. I'm yeah. doing this to help you. And he, you know, when he looked at it, he kind of shook his head like, oh, okay," you know, (laughs) kind of get a better understanding of it. Right. And so, you know, uh, uh, um, and, and of course, I understand, like when people know who you are. And especially, you know, these youngsters, when they know what yeah, you do yeah. and they, they thinking about getting vengeance or whatever, they don't want you even coming. They don't want to see you because they know what you're going to have to say. Right. Yeah. I don't want to hear all that, man. Ain't going to be no peace. And right. nah, right. you know, right. we it ain't, you know, and, and it's fine. But you're still having a conversation by you just talking like that. I'm sowing seeds and right. you're thinking about it. Right. Yeah. And I got you true. thinking about it. That's so, true.
1: I mean, and you hit the spot. I was just talking to a men- I was talking to a mentee uh, on the way up here and. um. He was talking about another, another mentee uh-huh. uh, that's that's you know, younger than him. And I was like, hey, man, try to help me reach this individual. And he was like, "Ah, oh, man, he's a, he's a lost cause. You know, <laughs> he ain't going to listen to nothing you got to say, man. You know that. And I said, look, man, I said, it's not about if he listens to it now. Um, I, I got, I got a buddy, uh, in the the other industry, I'm in my finance industry and he always says, um, it's like a bag of popcorn, right? But it's like popcorn kernels. You never know when they're going to pop, right? They, they all pop at different times. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with planting the seed. Like you just said, you never know when that kernel is going to pop. It may be now. That's right. It may be later, but as long as we did our job by planting the seed, um, that's, 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 that's all that matters.
0: Amen. And so, you know, so the thing of it is, is that, you know, one of the things of the, 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 clear message that, that we're trying to get to everyone and get to you all is that. You know, we have community violence. When I talked to the chief, uh, he told me that violence is up, right? And gun violence is up, right? And uh, throughout the nation, violence is up. Crime is up. A lot of people think it has to do with defunding and all that kind of stuff. It's it's really not, you know, uh, 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 violence don't take a vacation because there's a pandemic, right? So so can
1: I add something there? When you you say defunding, one thing that people always forget about, it's not just about police getting defunded, but what about all the organizations and boots on the ground that get defunded? All the time All right? the time so, so in Chicago They don't understand That yeah The, the rates up of, of violence Like you know Tremendously But what happened To the public they schools They took all the resources Yeah, yeah, yeah so, And that too Yeah so public schools Got defunded You had dozens
0: Of public schools That shut down kids No, no school to go to And they <laughs> Some people say It's not really But what they do Is they bunch them All together So now you have These different gangs yeah. in, On the same street yeah. in The same community And, and, those, and the drug thing you Yeah know. And those that do The work we do They had a program Out there I forgot what it's
1: called But they would get out there And intervene with gang violence You had OG that was getting paid from the um, from credible the city, messengers, yeah. credible messengers to come out there and do the work, and they called their group something else, but they were credible messengers, mm-hmm. right? And um, and then they defunded them. Mm-hmm. So so what do you think is going to happen? Violence interrupters, I think, or something it's like something that. Something like mm-hmm. that. And so what do you think? Is, yeah, I think what I think it was that. What do you think is going to happen once you take money away from stuff like that? Now people can still try to do it. Because they got passion, but you still got to pay the bills. So now you, what, eight hours at work, you may get an hour or two to fix this. What if you had people that was paid full time around the clock that was, you know, uh, uh um, OGs, YGs, BGs that could try to help stop this? So when they talk about- Don't give them poverty wages either. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's what I was going to say earlier is that when I say they throw a little bit of money at you, like 100000 to run a program- mm-hmm. You'll kind of be like, well, what I got to pay these people minimum wage? Well, how am I gonna compete with all this other stuff out there? And why are you paying somebody because they may have a degree but know nothing about the community, the people they're serving, uh, fifty dollars an hour? But then you want to give, you know, twelve to fifteen dollars an hour to somebody that that's um, coming from the uh, coming from the streets? Well, really, that person from the streets is well more qualified if you're trying to reach people from the right. streets than somebody with a degree. So, uh, so right. I agree with that. Right,
0: and we have to, you know, we have to make them respect us, and that's why I'm talking about the soul sourcing. But now that when you when you're competing with uh, requests for. Proposal, proposals they are set it up in such a way because I saw it with um, uh, that one proposal that went out for the mentors with probation and things like yeah, that yeah, yeah. is that we you know they, they tell you how much you they tell you how much you you know you pay for each person uh, the, the this person with this degree and all these other different people It's like, man, just let us do our thing, man.
1: And and that's a that's a grant that you're speaking about when you talk when you talk. About,
0: and that's a grant uh, when you talk about that that
1: people don't understand, especially with with our organizations. It's not about money. We'll give money back. So even with that one, we had <laughs> won that grant and we gave it back because once we started getting into it, we said, hold on, this is this is pretty much set up to fail. If yeah. you're handcuffing us yeah. and keeping us from doing the work we can that that we're supposed to be doing. Um, um, and we If we know how to do it right? You brought us on to do the work You know it works Why are you trying to tell us to do it your way Right. Because you obviously you don't want it to work And you're not paying what should be being paid So we even had to give that back because it, it isn't right And that's the thing that I'm glad we're having this conversation People behind the scenes gotta know all money isn't good money. And if you use a solid individual or organization and you see something, they right. You got to give the money back. And
0: that's what we did because we don't want to be handcuffed in doing this work uh, that we're doing. Right. right. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, so we know we know what works, you know, and uh, we have the plan. And, and um, so I'm hoping and I'm believing and I'm hoping that, you know, our county would come around. Uh, I know uh, council member Monica Montgomery, she's working on some things. Uh, but, we, you know, you got to really understand that with the city council, they don't have that type of funding coming through like the county does. The county, that's where the money goes for those yeah. that type of work. Big but time. Monica, uh, I shouldn't say Monica, excuse me, council member Monica Montgomery, she's really trying to work on getting credible messages set up and things like that. So we got to be conscious of that aware of that and, and watch out for that she got a lot of stuff on her hands so she got to take it little by little so we got to be patient with her because she's, she's one person down there but she's fighting for her community each and every day I believe in her and I know that she's doing the right thing and when I thought she was and I was calling her out we sat down and met and, and talked about it you know she, she kept it professional and I see she opened my eyes and I see what yeah. she's trying to do and so I have a lot of respect for her and the work that she's doing in the community and I believe if we all come together and work together and get her back what she's trying to do with the city through credible message get more resources to her district district four and i hope uh um uh vivian marino with district eight where i'm from she she jumped in on this too and whoever gets district uh, number nine they need to jump in it too and and get on this uh the the mayor whoever the next mayor is going to be because we know faulkner's not going to do anything uh he's a lame duck mayor and and he's opposing prop 20 i hope these pastors that support him they y'all need to call him out on this unless you for uh uh, supporting prop 22 that's going to tear down everything that we build up these past uh six years in in criminal justice or i shouldn't say criminal justice reform but reforming the prison system and things like that uh but we got to get on it but todd gloria assembly member todd gloria council member Barbara Breer or will be the next mayor the lord's will and lord shatari and um i would like to hear from them what their plan is on community violence and how they're going to address this And in the cycle of violence, do they care about our community and the violence that is taking place? Because all they want to do is put those shot spotters up, which is waste a lot of money. Shot spotters is not saving any money. Those guys, if they were going to do a a shooting, whether they they wouldn't care about the shot spotters, right? That's not deterring nothing and so on. So they put all the surveillance equipment, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on all this type of stuff quickly, you know, add more police quickly, all these different things. But then when it comes to, the resources that we need to fight for our community, to keep our community safe and healthy, uh, we don't get it. But then they say, why you got all that violence? Why you got all that crime? And why you got all these different things? Well, you sabotaged us. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah, set us up. Yeah. You know, when a person's in trauma, person trying to and, and trying to uh, what they call it, per- poverty crime, trying to make money and different things like that, you, you're going to have those kind of things that happen, you know, and you got to remember most of our youth, most folks are impacted by trauma and they being re-traumatized on a lot of stuff. And that creates more violence, that creates more hate and, and, and a lot of um, uh, 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 different types of violence and hate going on in the community. You, you, you know what, just to add to that, you know, when I realized how serious
1: it is with um, the prison system, the mm-hmm. judgment, how they making all this, this money off it is because, you know, speaking of Monica, uh council member, Monica Montgomery, uh, we love her, too. She's, she's doing great work. She's only, you know, one person down there trying to fight. Um, we You know, she definitely has all of our support. Mm-hmm. Um, another initiative she's working on is the uh, social equity in cannabis, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and so, um, you know, we're hoping that the new mayor, you know, that comes on, whoever that is, I, I, uh, backs that as well. Um, the county right. shot it down. So we're hoping that a uh, few of those those seats get taken up by some more uh, progressive people that want to push it. Mm-hmm. But I say all this to say that when you talk about the uh uh surveillance they spent 30 million dollars on those those smart lights right so if you can spend 30 million dollars on smart lights those are the street lights that can listen to you watch you all kind of stuff how come we can't get you know uh just you know a few million just to go against uh violence right they're not even doing that right so if you can and then if you did 27 million to increase uh, uh, the, the police's um, budget, right, during all this time of them getting a lot of pushback, how come we can't get some money to, to, to help out our folks, right? So they're def- the resources are definitely there. They're not giving it to us. And so what I was saying is that with with cannabis and social equity, and for them to not want to push a program like that through, mm-hmm. that's going to bring in revenue to help our communities, but instead they want to keep it uh, criminalized so that they can lock people up, <laughs> that's proof that they're making way more money locking us up than they will giving us opportunity. Mm-hmm. So why would they want to fix a system that to them is already working? It's not broken in their eyes. Mm-hmm. They're 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 reaping the benefits off of it. If they do all the things we're asking them to do, then the system wouldn't work for them like it was designed to do. So, right, yeah. Yeah. and I'm
0: wondering how um, uh, uh, the Prop 64 which deals with the cannabis, yeah. that law, how that's gonna fall in line with if Prop 20 passed, which is going to undo Prop 47, which dealt with those six crimes, you know, which some of them were drug crimes. Yeah. And so like you, you know, yeah, yeah. you unprop Prop uh, 47, you was able to reduce your felony to misdemeanor, right? Yeah, Prop 64. You know, uh, oh, it's under Prop 64. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's better then. So yeah. hopefully, you know, that that keeps things. Because um, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really concerned about, you know, this prop. And we'll probably have another podcast on Prop 20 and prop 17 i think uh what is it, prop 60 there's a few of them that we got to talk yeah, about
1: yeah prop 64 so what happens is the the name of the game is because we because we sat on the committee that overseen uh like the prop 47 right like trying to help out with that and what happens is these 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 <laughs> these props come out and programs come out and they're, and they're sabotaged from the beginning mm-hmm. because they don't want it to work so prop 47 was intentionally Set up not to work because they didn't get the community involved, as we kept saying. We kept saying, get the community involved fund the community organizations to get this done. They decided to do otherwise. So when it doesn't fail, now you can get something like Prop 20 that
0: can pop up and be successful just for those reasons, because they, they sabotaged it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so, you know, my thing is, is that, you know, the other part piece that I want to talk about, and I know we don't have that much time left, uh, is, you know, when we talk about ending the cycle of violence, I know like one of the, the um, uh, there's Reverend Jeffrey Brown. I, I met in Chicago and I think he's out of Boston. He's one of the ones that helped get the ceasefire going, but they doing some work now and, um, trying to bring some of that to San Diego, uh, where, where he called see C- it calls season of peace, but I called it, I renamed it and called it a no shots fired. Okay. Right. And you know, my thing is my, my d- dream is in Southeast San Diego to begin there to see all these gangs, uh, black gangs, Crips, Bloods, and the whole bit, uh, uh, have a season of peace where there's no shots fired and even one day be able to sit down and and come to the table of peace and reconcile and put differences aside where we can love each other and where we can uh, stop the violence really focus on the real enemy, right, which is white supremacy, systemic racism, structural racism, that's what's really getting us you know, because uh, they, they don't they, they don't really I shouldn't say don't care, but they're not really focused on Preventing crime from the perspective of you know us killing each other right, and things right. like they're that being proactive. They have all the technology all the investments that they make is basically not all of it, but most of it is is in Investigating mm-hmm. It's in after something has been done to catch the perpetrator yeah, and and they're good at that and doing it So somebody's dead now somebody's going to prison for the rest of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. and and they're not doing anything to help prevent it in, in fact they might be throwing uh um uh wood in the fire uh, uh when it comes to keeping the peace because i've talked to people where police come and say "Hey, y'all just saw tell some bloods i just saw some crips down the street y'all going down there you know so they they kind of like start stuff sometimes with that but i like to see peace what what how do you think we can do that and and get that going man uh, like
1: i think we started off on the right foot by saying if if you bring the resources into the community um and then you you give it to to those uh um uh, factors in these communities that, that got some pull, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely uh, uh curtail to, uh, curtail the violence, but let's be uh, let's be realistic, uh-huh. right? The chances of the same government that set this up giving us the resources we need to fix this is, is, is highly unlocking, right? So what we need to do um, um, to be self sufficient, mm-hmm. um, I believe, is that we have to find ways to generate our own income within organizations yeah. and within our community, and then once you can do that. We can get folks a hand up. Right. So. So it, it's a whole vicious cycle. Yeah. We mentor youth in the middle schools. Right. So the minute they're going to middle school, they're not learning about their, their black history. Right. They're not learning mm-hmm. that they come from a lineage of kings and queens. Mm-hmm. So they're already kind of like thinking that they're they're less than. Um, some of them have mental health um, issues or things that need to be dealt with, dealt with. The school isn't doing that. Right. So 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 from from an early age, they're already being groomed to not be successful when they go to jail. Right. So then they go to jail. And then now when they get out, they got a record. So now when you get a record, you can't go get a job. So if we can kind of create our own um, uh, uh, programs that can be sus- uh, can be sustained without you know government assistance is great. And then when folks get out, if we have our own economy, Going we can then give folks a hand up by giving them jobs and then I got to keep them out and then thirdly uh, Just funding the factors in the community giving them some money so that they job can be to create peace They be peacemakers you absolutely get paid to do so
0: absolutely and that's what worked in uh, Richmond and Stockton and various other places yeah. uh, Where they doing you got to reach those people because the thing that people don't understand I, I think people understand this is that there's a very small percentage of people who are gang involved that are committing the violence, yeah, right? Probably you like one percent. Yeah, it's it's I, I you know, I I looked at it and I, I try to calculate it myself. It's yeah. very small. It could be anywhere from uh less than one percent up to two percent. Yeah. You know, it's very small when you look at those who are actually Commit advice, so those folks can easily be reached, right? Yeah. You can easily connect with these guys. Easily start working out. All of them ain't gonna want no help, right? Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be many of them that do want help right. and do want out. I know, right. like you know, when I was banging, I wanted out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if yeah. You threw me some kind of hope or something. Yeah. I probably would have ran for it, yeah. you know. But I found God. But I'm just telling you, when I when I was young, there was time where I'm man, I'm tired of this, man. <laughs> Especially back then, cause banging was every day. It was a career, man. It was like every day you get up, you know, you, you yeah. know, that was your job is banging you get tired of it every day day in and day out day in and day out and stuff you know so it ain't all together like that today but but uh uh, if we can reach that small percentage of people and start working and do things like you talking about and And one thing that's for sure has proven to work is CBT, what they call CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, where you get individuals to look from within to make that change and let them look at the change that they need to make and do that. But you have to be able to draw them in, right, so that you can start working on them. And so like uh, we were talking about earlier, if these guys are making some good money, you're gonna to have to top that, right? You're gonna have to at least give them something decent, help them to get housing, help them uh, with their cars, help them uh, 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 um, um, if they need a job, yeah. and and then give them something like you're saying to come uh, uh, to work with us and to reach out to the communities you, and so on.
1: You open my eyes, right, by saying $2.5 right, is what it costs when someone gets shot. So if you can just take, say, $50,000 and mm-hmm. give some factors on the streets of salary, I'm just going to throw it out to say $50,000, something like that, right, and say, look, everything is data-driven within within the county and all of that. So if, you, if they can say, look, if you can help stop, uh, whether to show qualitative uh, um, um, effects or, or, or quantitative on how you were able to stop violence throughout the year, throughout the year we need – the data to be shown. You get somebody fifty thousand in the hood and they can say, Hey, it was it was an altercation going on at the mall. You don't have to name folks and say, I, I was able to stop it, right? Document that. Just document all the things you're doing without incriminating nobody. You document it and you got a report saying, look, because of my efforts, I probably stopped ten shootings this year, and mm-hmm. that that saved y'all twenty five million. And you give me fifty thousand. Is that not worth paying exactly. folks? So there is a way to document it, get the data, and pay these folks on exactly. the ground level a livable wage to do their work. So I think exactly. that's, that is the answer.
0: Exactly, exactly. And so and 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 so that and, you know that's I mean it's we making it sound simple, but there is a lot, a lot of work into this, from yeah. tracking data to working with the individuals, connecting with them, and working with them, getting them to commit, and all those type of things. But the work has got to begin, yeah. and we can most definitely do it. We most definitely can end the cycle of violence, you know, and I, and I, I know like um, in our communities, like I, I see some of the things that council member uh, Monica Montgomery's doing is trying to address poverty, trying to bring more resources to the community, and different things like that. We got a long way to go. I really believe, and this is just from my heartfelt thing. You know, we really got to have reparations. You know, mm, yeah, <laughs> reparations yeah. is I really what's going to. I put gonna, something like that up in Sacramento, they gonna right? They're just going to do a study. Yeah, that's yeah. a start. You know, oh, okay. but uh, but that means nothing if if the United States yeah. government doesn't yeah, like old, get get on study, yeah, yeah, they get they on get on port. Research. And I'm talking. I ain't just talking about you know uh, when you talk about reparations. You know these you know resources and different things just for black people, but I'm talking about money too. But we we gotta figure out a way to do reparations and fix that's the way you're gonna bring it up to a level of the least where we can have something to build on, right? And otherwise all we're doing is patching up holes. But yeah. you know that's that's all you giving us. And to when do. reparations come, we gotta have <laughs> financial literacy because otherwise folks gonna get their money and throw the it. Right. They
1: say Jim Rohn, he said uh if you took the one percent money that that have most of the money in the world and you divide it up amongst every the, the other 99 percent, and no time at all to be it back broke. in the one percent <laughs> hands right? And right that's because financial literacy so that's another piece so it's, it's going to be several yeah. steps right within paving great futures we got six core competencies that we feel it takes to 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 make a well-rounded individual wraparound services that's entrepreneurship right because we got to create our own economy um that's job training because not everybody's going to want to be an entrepreneur but at least they can get a job and create their own income Um, That's going to be life skills because that's when you got to teach them all of those things about you know uh, a CBT, all these different things, right, to get them right in their life and help them create life skills. Community outreach, right, and and community service because you got to give back to the community. If you want something, you got to give it first, right. So we got to learn to start giving Mm -hmm. uh, to our people as a community, Mm -hmm. and then um, and then uh, also a civic engagement, right. And so um, a civic engagement because you have to get involved in the community, right. And then the sixth one, financial literacy, because when you it's not how much you make, it's how much you can keep right so you gotta know how to keep your money so we think all of that well-rounded creates a a, a solid individual and of course there's other other things there uh mental health counseling which we feel falls within life skills but it's gonna take all of this and all of us working together and having having candid um uncomfortable situations and i and i love it because i get it from my pops very straightforward whatever we talk about in these boardrooms or behind closed doors is the same thing that we can talk about in public because it's the truth and we do this for the public Um, um we are the community they say how we get our participants we are participants right, we are right. that's where we come from and we'll never lose that for any amount of money because i'd rather stop doing this work and just stay in my financial career than to sell out to do this yeah. work that wasn't the reason we came right. into this so yeah
0: that's right and so the other thing i said about reparations is like when uh, it's just it is a cash payout but it's deep way deeper than that uh when you're talking about american descendants of slavery and when you look at that specifically there should be things that specifically for us right so like if we're trying to help a brother uh, get his life together, say, okay, the reparations came through right. Yeah. Okay, you can get a free education, brother. Right. You can yeah, get yeah. a loan big because you ADOS, you can get a loan, right? Yeah, for yeah. entrepreneur business and it's things like that. Home, you know, that. You yeah. can get a home. You you're first in line for for all these different things. And of course they gotta work it out. I'm not the expert on this and all that, but I'm just a layman, you know, of my understanding of yeah. it. And and you know, but what I've read in the research and the study papers I've looked at, man, that's what's gonna make the change.
1: Zero percent down on the home like the VA yeah, gets. Exactly. All that. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: yeah. So so I'm so you know, we just wanted to come in and touch on the community violence. We know violence is up, but uh and during this this coronavirus, you know, we know that uh those hospital beds want to keep reserved for those that need them. So we got to address violence to do that. Uh also we got to remember that the credible messengers, uh, they are the ones that can get out there and disrupt this violence, right? Not the police, it's the credible messenger. Now police Uh, They do play a role in a sense of investigation, things like that. But that's a minimal role compared to what we can do. We can prevent them from ever falling in the hands of the police if we are able to have the resources to get out to do what we need to do to stop it, to stop the violence, prevent violence and intervene in violence when it happens. Right. And and and, and I think by us doing that, doing that we can end the cycle violence, but we got to bring our county, we got to bring our city and our state and uh, in, uh, to get more involved. Our state is trying to do, I think the state is doing, trying to do more than what our county and our city is doing in regards to, to CalVIP and things like that. And um, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to some of these foundations jumping on board and really helping us out too and and hopefully you know we can have a plan you can't just give us a a one-year two-year plan or even yeah, a three-year plan too, we yeah, need yeah. like a 10-year 10 10 year plan, plan right yeah. need a 10-year plan yeah. of support to really make this thing work and change things and turn it upside down and around you know yeah, I'm, I'm i'm not gonna be around that much longer but i yeah. know you guys were next yeah. 20 30 years i'll be out of here hopefully lord give me 30 40 years but yes. if you don't whenever my time is 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 up but the younger generation, you all and those that's younger than you, you know, we want to leave something for them to really disrupt this where we can really focus on changing systems versus spending a lot of time trying to <laughs> deal with ourselves yeah, <laughs> with yeah. the violence and the crime that's happening in our community.
1: Everything's a pilot program. these days. <laughs> two, we give you two, three years worth of money to see if it works out. And I mean, we need, like you said, 10 years or more. Yeah, exactly. So anything
0: else before we close out?
1: Uh, uh, no, I mean, I, I think it was a great session. Um, um, I, I think that. I just want to leave everybody with this. The talk now is about, oh, you know, defunding the police, whether to defund the police or not to defund the police. Let's not forget that they are already defunding um, the community. your community organizations, your community itself, right? That's right. That we are already being defunded. I mean, I just got an email saying that the city, CPPS, and um, ACCF, which is city funding that comes to local nonprofits, that's going to be stopped. Right. So they're not having that the conversation. block grants, not CDBG um, okay. that got kept alive because of the CARES Act money that came. Okay. But CPPS is like what the, what the city council. Oh, has yeah. Yeah. Against. The individual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they don't have none of that. They're then? stopping it because of you know what's going on. So it's not just about the, the police uh, uh, are, are being defunded. But what about your community orgs that are being defunded right now at this very moment? Wow the police are not being defunded. They're being funded more because they just got 27 million, but now nonprofits to get less. So let's, let's keep yeah, that in mind.
0: Exactly. And, and, and supervisor, Nathan Fletcher, we, you know, we need you to use your platform yeah, yeah, to up. speak on these things, man, because, um, you know, your community, we, they voted yeah. for you. I yeah. supported you and yeah. endorsed you, yeah. but it looked like you, you, you're, you don't care about us. Yeah. And if, so, and
1: if you want the answer and you need uh direction, you know, you can always come sit down with your community leaders. Uh, invite us to the table and get the direction that, that is needed. But something has to happen immediately. Right. When, when things go wrong in other communities or whatever else, when you guys want to fund it, y'all do it right away. We need that same um, urgency and expediency in this, in this uh, situation.
0: Alright, so that's it. Thank you for tuning in to Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, uh, Shafat Outreach Podcast, and all those that are viewing on live stream Facebook, we thank you for coming on in. Uh, we started this live stream with Shafat Outreach, hoping that uh, you all to start liking our page, like it, and follow Shafat Outreach. All right, God bless you.